ATR Media Network is a new standard of podcasting and media that live streams 30 plus podcasters. We reach 350 million global listeners worldwide in over 50 countries across all major podcasting and social media platforms and have featured over 1,000 guests. If you would like to be a part of CTR Media Network, go to ctrmedianetwork.com. Next on the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast, we have our special featured guest, Ed Hennings. We are going to have a very candid conversation about how you can dominate any destructive thoughts and behaviors and how he is changing the lives of ones that's incarcerated. Make sure to tune in this Thursday at 7.30 p.m. EST. It's time to come share, shine, and grow on the Tina Ramsey Show. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tina Ramsey Show and Podcast. I am Dr. Tina J. Ramsey, the host. Of course, you know that. But today we have a very, very special guest. And as you saw in the intro, his name is Ed Hennings. He is an amazing serial entrepreneur. He does some of the most amazing things. And for those of you who have ever doubted the power of being able to reinvent yourself and do it in such a profound way that not only change your life, but people's lives around you within your community. Because Ed Hennings was sentenced to 40 years in prison and he served 20 years. And despite it all, he was able to flip and turn his life like that, like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. So how did he do that? Well, right now we're going to bring him on because we definitely need to know how he do what he do and why, the why, why does Ed do this? So let's bring him on right now. Hello, Ed. Welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, uh, Dr. Ramsey? Thanks for having me on. It's an honor. Oh, excuse me. No, it is my honor to have <laughs> you on my show because for the fact that you are so inspirational and you're so humble about it. And so whew, I don't even know where I want to go because your story has so many different layers and so many different things that I want the audience to be able to understand and see about what you do. And as we was talking about before, uh, going back to you when you got sentenced to 40 years, but you served 20, during those 20 years, you did not allow your mind to be dominated by destructive thoughts and behaviors. You decided to shift it. So what sort of things did you do while you was incarcerated during the 20 years that propelled you to the man that you are today? Um, I just had to do, I had to just, um, you know how you do spring cleaning at the house where you just clean house. You start in the back and come all the way to the front. If you got an upstairs and the downstairs, a basement where I'm from, you just hit every nook and cranny of that house. And that's what I had to do. I had to clean house. I had some destructive thoughts that I had picked up along the way. I had some good things that was given to me and instilled in me along the way from uh, some people in my life. But I I, I threw that to the side. Mm -hmm. Um, All of those things I had to do, I had to just go back and just look and be like, man, I went wrong right here. I went wrong right here. And it takes some some true honesty. You got to be, you can't be lying to yourself. You can't be sugarcoating things to yourself. You got to look in that mirror and be 100% honest 
and take full accountability for your life. You can't say I was born into this situation. So it wasn't my fault. It wasn't this like you've been given life. And at some point you got to take the wheel. I understand we don't have control and I'm empathetic for some of these situations that a lot of us are born into. But at the end of the day, um, at some point along this journey, you have to take the wheel and say, you know what? You got me to this point. Mom, dad, grandma, granddad, sister, brother, auntie, uncle, community. But now I got to take the wheel and I got to be responsible for where I go from here. Wow. And you definitely took the wheel of your life because many people, they get a sentence like that. I mean, 40 years. And then they actually have to serve 20 of those years in prison. They usually give up. I always say the worst prison is the prison of the mind. But even though you was incarcerated, you still maneuvered a way to be able to free your mind to open the possibilities of having more, wanting more, doing better. And through that, you have been able to do some remarkable things. And I know like before we spoke, you was like, I'm still in, I'm still working in progress. I'm like, well, your progress is amazing. OK, so. What made you when you, okay, when you, your mindset, when you first, uh, when they told you, they said, okay, Ed, you're getting out on this date. Did you prepare your mind and did you make out like a business plan, a roadmap of what you want to do? Because after you got out within five years, you made some big, big moves. So how were you able to just do that? Um, I think once again, it goes back to the time that I spent. Um, and you say, I heard you say 40 years a couple of times. Just uh, remember that I was facing life. So when I went to trial, I was facing life. And um, I came out of that jury trial, found guilty of a lesser offense. I was charged with first degree intentional homicide. And I was found guilty of first degree reckless homicide, which is manslaughter in most states. So um, with that being said, someone might say, man, you got 40 years. But I'm like, man, this 40 sound better than life. I'm going to work with this 40 because I see parole in 10. And I can be out of here, even if I have to do the whole 40, that's better than the rest of my life. So I really didn't have the mindset of a lot of people that hear 40 years and they're like, wow, 40 years. And I'm like, but man, I was facing life in that piece. Mm. So, so walking through the door, I already felt blessed. You know, and I made a promise to myself that if I got a second chance, I wouldn't need a third. So when I got sentenced to that 40 years, that was my second chance. That was my chance. I was like, okay, I'm working. So then I went to work on me. Every day I worked on me. It wasn't really the things that was going on in my mind as far as business concern, what I wanted to do when I get home, all of that stuff. What was more important was was I going to become the person that can execute any of these, any of this information, any of these ideas, anything that come my way? Because just like going to the gym and working out, somebody might tell you what workout will get your stomach flat, what workout will get your, your chest bigger and your arms bigger. But guess what? That workout is on that paper. Are you the person that can carry that information out that that trainer put on that paper? Because a lot of us can get the information, but information ain't really that important. The, the cigarette pack says this will kill you. 
Mm-hmm. And people smoke them every day. So they're getting the information. They just don't have the discipline and can drive that vehicle where it's supposed to go. And they grab them cigarettes and everything else that's detrimental to where they want to be. Not because they're not getting information, because they can't execute it. Mm. So I needed to become the person because in the past, I wasn't the person that could execute information. I always wanted to find an easier way. I wanted to find a way around it without having to execute what really that paper is telling me to do. And when I say, you know what, I got to better myself. It's not that I'm lacking in information. It's not that I'm lacking in people telling me what can get me from where, where I'm at now to where I want to be. It's just me not being a person that could carry it out. That's powful that you notice that within yourself, going back to what you said before about being honest with yourself, giving that self-analysis and not lying to yourself, seeing, seeing your true self of what you are, and then start doing that spring cleaning, like you mentioned. And from there, you realize that you had open access to all of this information, but you lack the skill to execute. So now you know, okay, I have all this information. I'm smart. I'm very intelligent. But what I need to do is work on the skill of execution. execution. And so you worked on the skill of execution. You got out and then you start, you, you actually started your own business. So what business did you first start? Okay. Um, I got my barber and cosmetology license while I was in prison. Mm-hmm. So while I was in there, it was the first thing that I remember. I, I ain't been that execute. I ain't been, I ain't been the executioner. <laughs> I've been the guy that was trying to find a way over it, around it, through it, but I wasn't going to take care of that business. And barber and cosmetology class while I was in prison was a, was a testament to me telling myself, I'm going to start this and I'm going to finish it. And that was the first thing in my life that I can remember that I committed to from the beginning and stayed and stuck through it to the end till I got those licenses. And I knew then the light bulb had went on that, man, I did the impossible once. I can keep doing this thing. So when I came home, I worked in the barbershop for about a year. And then after that year, while I was working there, I bought weave. So I'm a guy, been, I done did 20 years in prison. And I seen these ladies coming into the salon with looking one way and they were leaving out looking a whole different <laughs> way. And I've been gone 20 years. I was gone 20 years. So I was like, oh, my God, what what is going on in here? So I began to ask questions, like asking the beauticians, like, what are y'all doing to these women? Because they looking like movie stars when they come out of here. So they told me, they said, that's called weave. We put the weave in, we sew it in, we glue it in. And I was like, hmm. So I was like, man, I went to the owner of the shop and I said, man, I want to sell some hair. He's like, you want to sell hair? I was like, yeah, can I sell it? He's like, yeah, I don't sell it. So, man, right then I went home and I fell in love with Google. I started Googling and researching. And one of the beauticians I became really close with, she started to give me some information. And I just started selling that hair, man. I started learning about the ins and outs, what's real, what's not real, where it's coming from, how it goes in the hair. And, man, I was the first man in Milwaukee selling hair. I was delivering it in a blizzard. I made my, I deliver. I set up in all of uh, the popular nightclubs. I took my hair inside of there and I set up my table and I just started really, what got me going was I really educated the ladies 
on what they were buying. Mm -hmm. It wasn't me trying to sell as much. It was me just educating them saying, that's not what you're looking for. That is, uh, they selling you a bill of goods. It's not what they're saying it is. And they gained their trust. And next thing you know, man, a year later, I had my own barbershop and beauty salon. Oh, wow, wow, wow. So here you are, you get your license and they look at you like, wait a minute, he a barber and do cosmetology. Okay, so you start learning about, because you was gone for a while and now you're seeing how women transforming themselves. Right. <laughs> you know, we can go from having an inch of hair to 26 inches right. in about four look, hours. Not only that, not to cut you off, but not only that, I was seeing women bring in three and four year old kids and they were walking out with haircuts. Like I was like, man, when I was three and four, I didn't get no haircut like that. <laughs> so everything changed. So I was just fascinated with what I was seeing. So I was, it, it just got me more and more excited what I was seeing was going on. Okay. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a commercial break. And then after we take this commercial break, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about a moment when another light bulb went off in your head right there in your salon. We'll be back in a moment with Ed Henning. Yo, yo, right now I want to give a huge shout out to Tina Ramsey and the Tina Ramsey Show. I was a guest on her show about three months ago and the response was outstanding. And she continued to support my brand, continued to support everything that I do as an actor, as a singer, and as an author. Um, my book sales have skyrocketed. Uh, since I did her show. So I just want to give a shout out and a huge thank you to Tina Ramsey. And remember to hit Amazon and type in this week and get the book by Mac Wells that will inspire you, that will encourage you to have the best weeks of your life. Tina Ramsey, you the truth. And that was the amazing Matt Wells. Make sure to go pick up his book, from Amazon tonight, he gives you great motivation for every day of the week. So if you need motivation, which we all do, go pick that book up. And shout out to our virtual studio audience, The Michael Finkley Show. Shout out to CTR Media Network because you can go watch his show and so many others on CTR Media Network. Right now, we're going to bring back to the stage Mr. Ed Hennings. And before the uh, commercial break, we was talking about how you actually started your business in um, barber and cosmetology and how within a year you was able to have your own business and how you was helping not only to sell uh, hair or weaves. Because we talking about weaves, people, not weave. The other one, weave. Good. We're talking about weave. Well, weave. <laughs> we, talking about, we ain't talking about weave. We're talking about weave. Weaves, okay? <laughs> okay. And so you talked about how you start educating women about what we were using because many times we're buying it we're not really thinking about where it came from uh, really if we're getting a good quality product or not and so you'd start educating and then made yourself a good career with that now now this fast forward is just a little bit go a little bit further so one day a man come in and you couldn't hair and he say something that makes a light bulb go off and now that you're in this in this lifespan of, of you said execution, execution, you hear this light bulb go off and you say, oh, I'm in the wrong business. What <laughs> so what was that? Okay, so a guy that I had knew, you know, I actually, he had did some time too, but he came home and 
I was cutting his hair all the time. And then he came in this one day and he was like, man, I got me a box truck and I'm doing some deliveries, man. And I'm making 400 and some dollars. He said, I made like 450 last night. I made 475. And I'm like, you made four hundred dollars. He said, "Yeah, man, I'm I'm doing this." And I was like, "Man, um, how much your truck costs?" He told me how much his truck costs, and that's when it, I was hooked. I was hooked right there. It didn't take long. I was I was on board. So I went out, got me a truck, seventy five hundred dollars. Wow. I paid for that box truck, and I parked it in front of my shop the day he made his appointment for his haircut, and he came back. And I was like, you see that truck out there? I said, man, that's mine. Man. I'm, I'm going to get in the game. <laughs> so, man, I got in the truck and then here we go. Wow, wow, wow. So that's another thing. So you added on another entrepreneurship venture and that was Bop Trust. For those of you who do not know, that is a viable, very uh, legitimate and very lucrative career that you can do in the transportation industry it falls up under the transportation and trucking however it's a little bit different because it's you don't need a cdl to drive a box truck so a lot of you sitting on trying to figure out what you're going to do next this is something that our uh incarcerated brothers and sisters who get out of prison uh, this industry, the trucking and transportation industry, welcomes you to be able to start your life over again and make very good money legally, okay? Yes. And so you started your box truck fleet. You are now an owner and you are an advisor. So how are you helping and changing your little piece of the transportation industry with helping ones get into this business? Okay, so, you know, with me being incarcerated, um, I really, you know, this and this is really heartfelt for me on this one is that um, when I got to prison, one of the major things that stood out was um, the people that were there, the men, they were thousands and thousands of broken men. And they weren't they they wasn't broken from a lot of things that the, the media says, a lot of things that um, we hear about. But one thing I want to inform everybody on is that these men were broken mainly from poverty, from impoverished backgrounds. So there wasn't like a bunch of well-to-do people in prison. It was poor people. You know, we were all poor, whether we were uh, black, white, Latino, Asian. Most of us come from uh, impoverished backgrounds. And once I figured that out, I said, wow, man, you know, while I'm working on me, I'm also uh, participating in programs in there. So I'm trying to even contribute to the youth through scared straight programs and other programs. And I'm walking through the prison and I'm, 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 I'm getting in the face of some of the toughest guys that you want to meet. They got, they got their clicks. They got a, it's a bunch of them, but I'm standing in the middle and I'm saying, man, we got to beat this thing. We got to get better. We better men than this. So with that being said, um, it just carried over to me coming home and I just continue to say, Hey man, it's not the opposition on the other side of the block. It's not your mom. It's not, it's not your dad. This thing is poverty. You know, poverty is tough. For a single mom, poverty is tough. For uh, a man that's trying to change his life around and do some different things, because really it wasn't about being in prison. This thing started when you came in the world. It was just uh, your journey into prison. So 
So your, your, your mind was already imprisoned. Your body just had to catch up with it. So at the end of the day, it's just me going back. And like I said, once again, being honest, you know, I'm not scared of this stuff. I'm not nervous about it. I'm going into the prisons. I'm going into the hoods. And I'm saying, look, brother, this was going on. I'm going to tell you the truth. It's, 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 this poverty thing is getting the best of you. You know, poverty is tough because we don't even know what we're fighting. We think we're fighting the other guys. We think we're fighting baby mama. We think we're fighting bro and sis and cuz them. At the end of the day, man, we all poor people and we all trying to get out of this situation. And it's tough. And, you know, and I'm saying that very lightly. I usually say some different words when I describe poverty, but poverty is tough and trucking and all of that. I use all of that. I use get your mind right, get your heart right. And I also going to give you a way to get your pockets right, because if not, you're going to live in that poverty thing. And it's 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 vicious. Yes, yes. I agree with you 100 percent. I never even thought about it in that light. And I'm so glad you brought it up. Um, many times we blame circumstances on someone else or we blame it on what what we didn't have. And it's just a whole lot of different things that we can blame it on. Um, but it's, it's a situation, really. It's poverty, because like when you peel back the layers, you was able to see that it wasn't because this person did wasn't smart. It wasn't because this person um was brought up in the hood. It wasn't because they was brought up in the suburbs. It was because of the mindset. And also it was most importantly in, in our communities, poverty is one of the main calluses. It's like a disease that mm -hmm. we have to face. And we're, we're born into uh, an environment that's not conducive to you growing because mm -hmm. you can't see outside of your four block radius. Mm -hmm. you, 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 you don't even dream. And so mm -hmm. when you real that realization of you understanding that you seeing that, and then you're saying, Hey, I'm going to go back to the very place, the places that I was, and I'm going to go back and I'm going to get into their mindset and let them know, like, listen, you're not fighting this person, that person you're fighting yourself. You're fighting your mind. We got to help you with this poverty. So when you go out, you have options. Right. And so I love, love that you're taking not only, it takes a very special person to take their life situation, change their life around, and then take themselves, put themselves back in the situation to help the people that got left behind or to help the people that's not enlightened yet. So thank you for doing that because we have so many young men, young women that feel like they have no hope anymore, you know? And so- yeah. And as we know, box trucks, no CDL requirement. They open arms. If you have a, a, a record, you know, you have been a felon, they, they let you in open arms. And it's a very lucrative career, a legitimate lucrative career that can really change someone's life. And their, their, their family projected the lifespan of their family because now yeah. they're not poverty stricken. That's anymore. right. That's right. Wow, wow, wow. And so people, you would think that was that would be it from barber to cosmetology now box trucking hmm no it's not it <laughs> the light bulb went off again <laughs> and he said i'm about to execute execute <laughs>
So what made you decide uh, to start a footwear line? Because when I saw what you're doing in urban wear, this is the most, whoo, this, this, I mean, I want to wear it and it's not even really safe. It's safety boots. So what made you decide that you was going to go into this part of the industry? Um, yeah, um, I've, you know, I just think with the change in life start, it starts with the change in my life because instead of having conversation about uh, dodging the police, instead of having a conversation about how we going to, you know, uh, get out here on the block and get this money, instead of how we going to have a conversation about uh, how, how we going to stay away from the people trying to rob us or trying to rob somebody, those type of conversations, once you change your circle, you begin to have different conversations. I like to say high, higher level conversation produce higher level thoughts. Higher level thoughts produce higher level ideas. So my ideas are constantly growing because my circle is constantly growing. My conversation is growing. My thoughts are growing. So talking to people in the trucking industry, talking to people um, that I've met recently and previously, the conversation was different. And I'm in trucking and I spoke to one person and they said, man, you thinking about starting a, uh, you should think about starting a shoe store. And I was like, wow, shoe store, huh? So then I talked to another person and they said, man, shoes sound good, but you should start a shoe line, stay in your lane. That's what they said, stay in your lane. So I said, a shoe for truckers. Now, mind you, when I got into the trucking business, I assumed that the majority of the truckers was going to be middle-aged white men uh, because when I was growing up, I didn't see many people of color in the trucking business, in the transportation industry. So once I got started, I started to see all of these people of color. I started to see all these women in trucking. And I was like, wow, this is this this is even better than I thought. Because I read the stories about Black Wall Street. I read the stories about Rosewood. I read about those movements and I started to see trucking as a movement in our community. I started to say, man, trucking is changing the lives of a lot of women and a lot of people of color. But I know there's a new demographic that's growing in the trucking industry, which is the people of color and the women, which I just mentioned. So I said, man, you know, women of color, women, women and people of color like a little flavor, like a little style yes. to what they do. <laughs> So if you look at what Tiger Woods did to golf, if you look at what Michael Jordan did to basketball, uh, change the shorts, change the shoes, change sports marketing as a whole. And then you look at what Venus and Serena did to, to tennis. They changed the game. And I said, that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing a movement in the trucking industry. And to cater to that demographic, to that new face of trucking, you're going to need some swag. You're going to need some style. So I decided to say, you know what? I need the comfortable shoe for the trucker. I also need the comfortable and the safe shoe for the trucker. But more importantly, with all of that in one or in two or three or four different shoes, it has to have some style to it. It has to have some swag. So I'm catering to that new demographic of trucker that's out there. That new trucker that want to get out that truck 
not with a flannel shirt on and not some big black dusty boots. They want to get out. They want to ride comfortable. They want to be safe, but they want some style with that, with that, with that shoe. So man, I'm, I'm, I'm just making some available to individuals that's in the trucking business that want that shoe that go with their style, go with their personality and their character. And that's what I've been able to sit down and develop non-steel toe, steel toe. And I just told, I was on an interview earlier on the radio and I told the DJ, I said, everybody that wear Michael Jordan shoes don't play basketball. So this is even available to you if you're just looking for something comfortable, something nice, and it's it's a really nice shoe for you. Wow, I absolutely love because that was going to be my next question. I mean, these are like nice, okay? <laughs> I mean, you get up out the truck and make a statement. <laughs> so listen, this is absolutely amazing, you guys. For those of you who are listening in, you just if you want to see what we're seeing and you will never, ever forget it, you just go to uh, Ed Hennings, that's H. E-N-N-I-N-G-S truckerwear.com That is E-D-H-E-N-N-I-N-G-S T-R-U-C-K-E-R W-E-A-R.com to check out this amazing amazing footwear that's actually safe. Just think about how many people that work in factories that have to wear uh, steel toe boots. And um, I remember my dad, he's, he wears steel toes and those boots are so heavy and they, let's just keep it real, they ugly. They're just ugly. They look like steel toe boots. You'd be like, oh, there they go, them little ugly shoes. You know, yeah. um, Thomas Anderson said this was ingenious. <laughs> hey, I like, I tell people it's comfort and safety without the ugly. <laughs> Love it because that's exactly what it is. This is, I mean, you would never think that these are safety shoes i mean so i just really want to give some time for those that are watching and those who will be watching but those who are listening you go ahead and check us out on ctr media network youtube page and you will be able to see what we see because this don't look like the average safety shoe okay <laughs> you'll be wearing that to the mall to just just to pop your collar be like yes i know i look good today i didn't come to the mall only to walk around so everybody can see me <laughs> When everybody going to the mall standing for my hometown, they just go to be seen. They don't even really go to shop. Right. What everybody wearing. <laughs> but um, yes. So you would think that you would be done with, with <laughs> that. I mean, you would think that you would be done because you are just knocking it out the park one out another. And you would think that that would be it. But you guys. This man is not done yet. Nope, he's not done yet. And so what we're going to do, we're going to take a commercial break and then we're going to come back and find out what else he's doing. And I want you guys to be able to see all of this because this is all the layers of E.D. Hennings, a man that you want to know, a man that you want to be connected with and a man that can help you grow the mind, okay? And we'll be back in a moment. Welcome to the Homeschooling Magazine, a magazine that embraces and celebrates the entire homeschooling experience. Our magazine is different from all the rest because we provide beneficial information and assistance in homeschooling, business, wellness, 
mental health resources in life. We encourage you to pick up a copy of our magazine today by going to issues.com for digital and printed form on amazon.com. The Homeschooling Magazine is all about impacting the world through home-based learning, helping to de-stress the homeschooling experience. Get your copy today. Hello, my name is Alethea Tucker, and I am the CEO of Jolie's Enterprises. I'm also the host of a show entitled Reinvent and Rise and the host of a podcast entitled Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. I recently had the distinct pleasure of working with Tina Ramsey and CTR Media Network in one of her programs where she taught me how to get exposure for my podcast. She increased my visibility tremendously and she showed me how to monetize both of my shows to make them revenue generating products. I am so ecstatic and so happy with the service that she and her staff provided to me. She went above and beyond what I expected and I certainly got far more than I ever dreamed I would get with her. So I highly recommend her for any of her programs. I highly recommend her as someone to go to if you are looking to increase what you do with your podcast, make it better. If you're looking to get visibility, definitely speak with her. You will not go wrong with her or anyone on her staff. And just like that, we are back and we come along with a friend who and Henning's in the building. <laughs> so welcome, welcome back. We actually had a comment when we went into our commercial break from our virtual studio audience, which is Terry Bell. And shout out to you. Thank you from over there on LinkedIn watching in on the TV. She said, my uh, girl's friend's son is a trucker. I'll send her the link. Thank you. Thank you so much. Go ahead and send her the link because let me tell you something. That's some swag. Okay. I mean, that don't look like no trucking shoe. <laughs> <laughs> so with all that being said, we're going to let me pull everybody back. For those of you who are just tuning in, like I said, we're like un we're taking all the different levels or the different layers of this amazing man, peeling them back and helping you see that even if you, found yourself in a challenging situation, you can change your life. The only person that's stopping you is you because this man served 20 years in prison and used that as a time to fortify his mind, to fortify his brain, to reinvent himself. So when he got out, he was not the same man that went in and he was able to make moves to ignite what he did and he kept duplicating it. Over and over and over again. So with that duplication, we find ourselves on this journey of you being an author, a motivational speaker. You're teaching courses. Now, what made you start going into that part of the industry? Um, yeah, just, I mean, it's all organic. Um, I was, I came home, I opened up the barbershop. I purchased the home next door to the childhood home I grew up in. So everybody from my community kind of seen my progression from going into prison, coming out of prison and starting this journey of entrepreneurship. So they started, you know, in my city, they started asking questions 
Like, man, how did you do 20 years in prison and you come home and you got this barbershop in a year? You know, by year two, you don't purchase the home, you know, and all of these things. And I'm and I just said, you know what? Um, I think it's time to write a book. Mm-hmm. So I wrote my first book called The Answers. And it was called The Answers because all of those questions were being asked. How did you do it? What did you do? Where were you at? What was you thinking? So I said, man, I'm going to put it all in the book. I'm going to put all my principles, the values that I use to help myself uh, overcome my adversity and my, you know, that tough time in my life. So I put it all in a book and that book got me to the governor's mansion. It got me, you know, some awards. Um, It was bought by the Department of Corrections in the state of Wisconsin on two different occasions. So it's 32 institutions in Wisconsin. And my book is in all 32 institutions, two times over. So that prompted me to write a second book called The Comeback. And it's just a compilation of other people that overcame adversity, whether it be breast cancer, whether it be domestic violence, whether it be being in prison at the age of 14 or 15. Um, So many other people that have faced adversity and overcome the odds. Um, I wanted to include them in a book and let them tell their story as well. So that was uh, book number two. And with the speaking thing, once again, it was organic. I was participating in scared straight programs in prison. So when I came home and I was working at that first barbershop I was talking to, talking about previously, um, one day it was a, a mentor in there with his mentees. And the owner of the shop just said, Ed, could you speak? To them, to them young brothers that that uh, my man got sitting out there waiting on the haircut. And I went out there and I just told them my story and I told them everything. And from there, it just been growing and growing. Now I'm traveling the country. I'm speaking with professional sports organizations. I'm speaking with colleges. I'm, I'm keynote speaking in places. So it's just all been organic and uh, just trying to have purpose. You know, um, I think that our stories are not ours at all. I use so many people's stories as motivation when I was in a dark place. I read about Mandela. I read about this young lady who mother had passed when she was 15 years old and she had four younger siblings. And fast forward to their adult life, that young lady had a law degree, started her own law firm. She her other two siblings under her. They had worked in her law firm as attorneys. And the other two youngest siblings were in law school, preparing to work in that law firm. And I said, if a 15-year-old kid can raise four other kids, and all of them are attorneys, I said, that's how I want my story to end. Mm -hmm. So once I came home and I started seeing some successes, I said, I got to give my story because it's not mine. I used her story. I used Mandela's story. I used Tyler Perry's story. So somebody, my story belongs to somebody else that needs it. So why I can't keep it to myself. It don't belong to me. Yes, I agree with you 100%. It was once told to me that your story happened to you, but it's not for you. So it's it's for you to share, to be that beacon of hope and inspiration and force to push that person or that group of people into action. And silence is the biggest killer. So when we, if we are embarrassed or want to hold in our story, that is not only affecting us, 
but it's yeah. affecting the people who were here on the earth to help. That's right. And so it's being selfish. So kudos to you for uh, having the courage uh, and the strength to share your story. And by you sharing your story, sharing your voice, the most one of the most powerful things on the face of this earth is our voice. Because so many people try to take your voice. That's one thing that don't cost anything. Everybody has it. Whether it's a good voice or a bad voice, whether you try to use it for the positive or the bad, everyone has a voice. And once we start honing into our natural natural power of our voice and using it in a positive, profound way, this is what you see. This is what you get when you see with Ed. He used his voice, his life story, as a catalyst to show that this can happen to you. And you can even take it a step further than me. So you did barbershop, cosmetology. You did box trucks. Well, you're still doing it. It's not like you did. You're doing. <laughs> you're doing uh, trucking. Uh, then you uh, add on another layer to help give us the swag in the transportation. Yeah. Yes. Because we want to have some flavor. And then you said, well, wait, 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 wait. My story not for me. Let me go ahead and share this story out. And now your book, for one moment with someone asking you, hey, Ed, you'll come up and speak. Change the rest of the trajectory of your life. It puts you on another path. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you said, and from that moment, you became a motivational speaker. Now uh, you wrote a book mm -hmm. and they're using that book as an inspiration in the correctional facilities. Yes. In the libraries where they have in the facility so that they can read and see you because you was once them. Yes. But now they can see that my life is not in this small box that I'm in. That's right. It's not there. And so, oh, I'm telling you, your life should be a lifetime movie or some <laughs> type of documentary. Something people, if somebody out here picked this video, y'all, I'm trying to say that'd be one good movie. That'll be one good documentary. <laughs> okay. But um, wow, wow, wow. So you guys sure think that would be <laughs> okay. So this man actually has courses that he actually uh created so that because so many people, when you're doing so many amazing things like this, I can't even imagine how many times people ask you how, 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 how you do it, right? And so with that being said, you decided to create some online courses. So for those of you who would like to know more about what he does with that, you can go to uh, stretch with a period money forward slash business classes. And you can see all of this. And he goes through and tell the story. You can get into the class and he lets you know everything. You know, everyone that follows the Tina Ramsey show and podcast, y'all know that I'm a visual learner. So I'm a person that not only going to tell you something, I'm going to show you because now this imprint is permanently in your head because you're using all your senses. You're hearing me, you're seeing me, and now you're engaging with the content, all of which is things that help cement things into your brain that start making you believe in yourself again. So for all of you thinking that your life is over, that you can't start over, you're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. Okay. You have to stop telling yourself, having them self-limiting beliefs. So people can go and take your courses and um, that's still not it. You guys, we have one more thing that we're going to share with you guys about this amazing man. You decided to 
duplicate yourself yet again and and come up with the Urban Trucker Podcast. Now, what made you decide that, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and now I'm going to do me a podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a collaboration, man. Um, I was on another guy's podcast. Um, shout out to my boy, I am Aaron Smith, um, Escaping the Odds podcast. He had me on his podcast. He has a podcast called Escaping the Odds. And he always talk about the formerly incarcerated that's now home and, and businessmen. So he highlights that. And we got together on a couple of projects um, along the way here, including the class. He's also a part of the class. But um, we were talking one night and he was just like, man, you know, if you ever do a podcast, let me produce it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I got some ideas for a podcast, but I don't know if it's time yet. And we went on and back and forth that for a little while. And then one day he called me. I was in the truck driving, coming across country or something. And he was like, man, I think it's time for you to do the podcast. And I was like, you think so? And he's like, yeah, man, I'm going to produce it. You just be ready to go. And I, he said, what you want to do with it? I said, man, you know, since I got in this trucking business, I see a lot of people of color. And I see a lot of women in this business, man. And I would like to highlight um, as many of those people as I can. Um, on a podcast, just sit down with them, talk to them, let them tell their story, tell their journey into trucking, get the information out that they have about trucking um, because there's so many different lanes in this thing, so many different ways to to uh, monetize trucking um, that I wanted to just bring them on and sit down with them and I myself learn from them, but also um, put that information and those stories out there to the people because if I never sat down, nobody ever sat in my chair and told me about trucking. I would have never been a trucker. So I just want somebody that's at home contemplating where they want to go with their life. They might see somebody on the Urban Trucker podcast and say, you know what? That's what I want to do. And there's some valuable information being uh, given when I, when I log on to jump on this podcast. So we're just trying to get that information out, that knowledge. And we try to have a little fun too. So you know, be a little entertaining as well. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, you can listen to the Urban Trucker podcast. You can also go on over to the Urban Trucker podcast on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified anytime that they go live or upload any current podcast episodes. You can also take your little fingers and tap on the, your phone or type on your keyboard, the Urban Trucker Podcast, and it will pop up all the different platforms of which the Urban Trucker Podcast is currently um, airing on, where you can listen to it on the go. You can listen to it in the gym. You can listen to it while you, ladies, while you while we uh, cleaning or doing whatever we're doing. And men and women that's driving, honk, honk, you can listen to it while you're in the truck. <laughs> Because I actually watched some of the episodes and it's a very, very good podcast and, and a lot of great gems are being shared on this podcast. So if you want to know more about the trucking industry or even just the life of a truck, trucker, whether male or female, this is a good place for you to go um, and listen and get that community. OK, that community. So go ahead and check out the Urban Trucker podcast. So, Ed, with all these different layers 
and everything that you're doing and you're doing it so well once you figured out the light bulb went out that you need to be an executor okay because you already had the knowledge you're very smart but you realize that your follow-through wasn't that good okay but once you realize mm, the missing element is not the knowledge or lack thereof or that i'm not smart because i'm very intelligent it's my follow-through it's the um pushing it out so Whew, you done executed and duplicated yourself multiple times. And through that duplication, multiple people and community have benefited from your duplication. As you set back many times, individuals like you are, who are making a true positive impact in the world, you never really set back to take in what you're actually doing because you're moving from one thing to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. So have you been able to take the time to really set back and take in just for a moment all the different things that you've been able to do in this period of time? Um, not really. Um, I think I said this to a good friend of mine today. I said, you know what? One thing about accomplishment, it fills you up and make you hungry all at the same time. So, so I think what happens is, is everything behind me that I've done and been through, that's behind me. And it's kind of like I'm always looking forward. So everything that I have on my plate right now that I'm I'm looking forward to it. Like somebody might say, you did this, you did that. I'm like, but that's behind me. I'm looking at what I got right here in front of me. And I got this podcast in front of me. I got the shoe footwear in front of me. I have, you know, I got to go speak at a thing November 4th through 6th. So I got all of that in front of me. And, and that's, you know, I got trucks that got to go out in the morning. So I, I got that in front of me. So I have I I bet a little bit, but <laughs> not 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 really yet. Not yet. Not yet. I One know. Long way to go. <laughs> I know. I know. And that's one thing that we tend to do. But I just want to encourage you just to take a moment. I want you to take it in, and once you take it in, show gratitude and thankfulness, which I already know that you do, and then you move on. Because one person pulled me to the side and said, "Tina, do you ever ever think about what you're doing?" I'm like, just like you, I'm like, I'm going forward. I got tunnel vision. I, I'm like that horse with blinders on the side. I don't That's see right. the left. I don't see the right. I just see straight in front of me. It can be a fire on the left and the right, but yeah. I don't see it because I'm like, yeah. So, <laughs> and so what I'm, the little word of advice that I'm going to give to you, which was given to me, is that take a moment just to sit back and just think about what you're doing. And then think about what it is, because we all the time can improve because I do it now. Um, it really helps you be able to move on, especially during the days that's not so good, because yeah. people see all of this amazingness yeah. and they don't think it don't come without challenges and struggles. But let me tell you something. Anything great, anything phenomenal starts out with challenges, struggles and pain. You're going to hurt a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah, so with that, we have to learn to overcome these things. And you will get to success. You cannot have success without going through the birth pains, I would say. Going through yeah. the pains of success, yeah. all right? Yeah. And so um, thank you for everything that you're doing, not only that you did for yourself, but being able to provide a positive uh, imagery for our young men and also um, our grown men to see pushing forward in the generation, this new digital era 
um, and, and availing and making available options for our young people and for communities that are poverty stricken to give them a beacon of hope and saying, hey, hey, even if this happened, this community, the trucking and transportation industry welcomes you in and you can be very lucrative. No longer will you be stricken with the poverty mindset because now you are truly free. That's right. You're truly free. Love free you. of mind, free Love of poverty, free, you free, okay? Love Love yes. You. So thank you for everything that you're doing. So tell us what you want our audience to do, where you want us to follow you at, where you want us to connect with you at. <laughs> Well, you know, with so much going on, I got a couple. I mean, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, edhennings.ceo. You can follow the shoe line at uh, Trucker by Ed. Uh, that's another uh, one of my Instagram pages, Trucker by Ed. And be ready for that website to launch coming up. It's the edhenningstruckerware.com. And, man, that's it. And we can we can keep growing Keep building, keep this movement going and changing some lives, man. And uh, that's that's the purpose behind it all. Well, you guys, I'm going to do it even a step further. I'm going to do it a little. I'm going to one-up it just a little bit. You guys can just go on to his link tree <laughs> and you just start clicking some tabs. <laughs> <laughs> and you can easily find his link tree by going to uh, his Instagram, which it, it will be found in his bio when you go to his uh, Instagram. So you can go to uh, his Instagram, which is edhennings.ceo. Um, and once you do that, make sure to hit that follow button. And then you'll be able to see his link tree in the bio. And then you can connect with him on anywhere. Like we just talked about his um his trucking where you can book a consultation or appointment with him. He has a link to his podcast, even some previous interviews that he has done. And he speaks to you about how to start a box truck business with no, and no CDL is needed. And he also has, for those of you who may uh, be finding yourself in the financial uh, challenges right now, which is totally understandable with the economy and how it is actually offers scholarship programs uh, from OTR Solutions. So if you're a person that's saying, oh my goodness, all of this sounds so amazing, but I just cannot afford it right now. That's okay. See whether or not you qualify for his scholarship, for their scholarship program. Remember, get in where you fit in and never give up, okay? There's always one, more than one way to change your life. You just have to stop making excuses. On that note, Ed, I thank you so much for coming. But before I go, what I'm going to do, I want to give a shout out. Yes, I want to give a shout out. Y'all probably saying, to who? Well, I'm getting ready to tell Just hold on. I want to <laughs> give a shout out to our CTR Media Network sponsor, which is the amazing Terry Coleman from Global Key Capital. She is a lending, spe she specializes in lending and customizing financial solutions. She also helps with educating you and helping to get that loan so that you'll be able to turn the key to your dream home. This place is absolutely made. She has over 30 years of experience in the real estate industry and she can help you get those keys. So if you are in the market to shop, for 
a home or business, give Global Key Capital a call today or go to their website at globalkeycapital.com. That's globalkeycapital.com. All right. And I want to give a shout out to Be The Difference Clothing. This is a shirt that I'm actually wearing from Be The Difference Clothing. They specialize in positive vibes, positive uh affirmations to help you move into your purpose. So their merch is not just about clothing. It's about a lifestyle. It's about positivity. So this says hard work pays off. And I wore this shirt because I knew Ed was in the building and he proved this sentiment (laughs) 1,000%. (laughs) Okay. So thank you, Be The Difference Clothing, for providing your girl with this merch. I love being a walking billboard for all of you and you when you're doing something positive. So thank you. Thank you for sending this to the Tina Ramsey show. For those of you who are looking and saying, oh, I want to come on the show like Ed. Well, right now we have a few slots left for you to book for the rest of 2022. You can book now by just simply clicking the link in the description of this video and book your slot on our show today because it's time for you to come share, shine, and grow on, you know what, the Tina Ramsey show. With all of that being said, Ed, again, thank you for taking the time to come over and thank you for everything that you're doing. And when you go ahead and hit another light bulb pop off, which I already know it will, and then you execute it, you come on back and tell us what you executed again, okay? <laughs> because we want to know. <laughs> all right, you guys. That this has been another amazing, amazing episode. Ed, do you have any last things you would like to say uh, that you haven't already said yet? Um, no, no, ma'am. I'm, it was an honor. Thank you for having me. Um, what you're seeing is just a result of a man that got his dreams back. And I just keep dreaming. And that's all I can give you for the end of the show is keep dreaming. If, you, if you're not dreaming anymore like you were when you were eight, nine, I suggest that you start doing it again because. Without it, it's hard to really execute in this life without those dreams. What do we have? Now, on that note, that's a good way for us to end this show. And like we always like to tell our audience to keep smiling. We want you to stay positive And we want you to know that the Tina Ramsey Show and podcast, we got your back. So until next Thursday or Tuesday, because we had to add another day because so many of y'all. And y'all want to get in before the year go out. So we had to add in another day. So until then... We want you guys to just stay positive and get ready for some more amazing guests that are truly making a positive impact in the world. And thank you for giving us some of your time because we know that you didn't have to, but you did. We'll see you guys next week. Talk to you later.